from the land of adventure and diversity. These are the stories of extraordinary Africans, only on Faces of Africa. Based on the World Health Organization report of 2015, there are more than eight drowning incidents for every 100,000 people in Africa. One of the highest single causes of death in the world. According to local statistics from the same period, more people die through drowning than through traffic accidents in Ghana. With over three quarters of the casualties being children under the age of 15 years. In 2011, when we embarked on this drowning project, there was every need for us to have our baseline data to know the statics of drowning. Hence, we started making research. Kolebu Teaching Hospital, most of their reports, dead by drowning, they discovered that more people drown than road traffic accidents. Felix Uzo is a 48-year-old Nigerian born Ghanaian. For over six years now, Felix has been championing an anti-drowning awareness campaign through an organization called the Felix Foundation. We're going to go straight to the lifeguard training. Are you ready? Are you ready? Very good. A certified lifeguard and aqua aerobics trainer, this week, he will be playing host to an intense lifeguard certification course to be carried out by a team from the International Surf Lifesaving Association, ISLA. Drowning is preventable. We endure with beautiful things like the, this ocean, the beach, nice water bodies. It's not meant for people to die. With no official data available, the Ghana National Aquatic Rescue Unit estimates that up to three quarters of the African population do not know how to swim. Labadi Beach is the most popular and the busiest of all beaches in Ghana. During the weekends and the holiday season, the beach is usually packed to capacity. If this statistic is anything to go by, then Labadi Beach is a ticking time bomb. The Isla team is in Ghana to conduct a three-day lifeguard seminar. Having arrived last night, Felix is taking them for a familiarization tour around Labadi Beach, the venue of the training. We have partnership with most of the stakeholders, the National Disaster Management, the Navy, the Army, everybody, the fire service, the ambulance services. And these people need capacity, they need people to train them. We cannot ordinarily train every one of them. So we had to look at our international partners, people like 
International Self Life Saving Organization, ISLA. The ISLA team is led by David Wagner and comprises of Paul, Daniel, Catherine, Jonathan, Andrea, and Caitlin. They are a team of elite international lifeguards drawn from the United States and the United Kingdom. Everything is locked and loaded for the training that will start tomorrow. But still, Felix is busy on site to make sure that the final preparations are happening as planned. It is a beehive of activities on the morning the training is set to officially start. The event has brought together participants from the local community as well as the emergency and security agencies from across Ghana, all in the quest to gain the lifeguard certification. When not more, we are working with Felix Foundation. They have some statistics which indicate that drowning at our beaches is very high and it's something of concern to NADMO. So this program started in 2016 where participants were given open lifeguard training and at the long-term objective is to have a marine search and rescue squad that will be deployed to respond to emergencies as and when they happen. before the actual training kicks off, everyone assembles at the hall for a briefing. This is where all the rules for the training are laid out, after which the participants are asked to register and are given a number. Because of that, we deem it necessary to get all the organizations, especially those in emergency response. The whole training takes a total of 30 hours, spread across three days. It will include physical fitness, victim rescue on the surf, and basic first aid. Up from 120 participants in the 2016 edition, this edition is projected to draw up to 200 participants. Drowning, we're taught in the United States that drowning is the number one cause of preventable death. Drowning does not happen out. You know, car action is different. David Wagner is the only one from the current ISLA team who featured in the 2016 edition. David is a music enthusiast and an avid player of the guitar. During his free time, he teaches private lessons in classical and the jazz guitar. Now um, will only be about five minutes out there, and then uh, we'll all be piling back in here to start the class and all the lectures. Understood? Yes. Yes. Everybody understands? Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, hi, I'm Dave. Uh, I'm with the International Surf Life Saving Association, ISLA. We're here today in Ghana to run a three-day, 30-hour open water training course to try and help uh, the folks here in Ghana have some certified lifeguards and well-trained people to help save people here uh, during the holidays when they have lots of people on the beach who are not experienced swimmers. We're going to start introducing uh, individuals into how to enter and exit the water, how to uh, safely, um, how to 
use a flotation device to assist in rescuing somebody, um, and how to use fins eventually also in learning to uh, rescue somebody. Along the way, they'll also get a little bit of first aid training and some CPR as well. Outside. Shoot Seven. Up. Start moving in this direction if your number will be called soon. Seventeen. Turnout's very good. We've got uh, about 80 students, it looks like, um, from all over, members of the military to the local surf club down the way. Um, I'm very excited. I see a bunch of returning faces, some folks who are eager to come back and give it another run after the last time we were here two years ago. Um, and I'm very excited to see how it's going to turn out. As per the last um, training we had when they came in 2016, 120 people were trained. At the moment, we have up to 90, no, 101 with the last people that came. We have about 50 people coming to join again. So, you know, apparently we're going to have so many people, more people trained. We're looking at maybe 200 people trained. I think that is a good number to start with. In spite of his position as the training organizer, Felix also takes part in the actual training. He is joined by his colleagues Koju Felix and Ba, who are looking for certification as lifeguards this year. Run under a strict code of discipline, the participants have to listen and do everything that the lifeguards tell them to. You guys, get out here. Get on your faces. Failure to which one could be disqualified or punished with more workouts. For day one, the participants will be coached through a rigorous physical fitness regime. This session will be spearheaded by Paul, who will be assisted by Daniel. Paul is a retired Army Major from the United States. This is his first international lifeguard training event, but as an Army veteran, he has all the experience needed. So I've always wanted to come to the continent of Africa, understanding that it's a very huge continent with many countries, many cultures, but I did not want to come as a tourist. I wanted to come where I am experiencing the culture, working with the people, as opposed to just looking from the outside. When we call squads, I want you to get your squad behind you as fast as you can. But you will always be in the front when we say squads. That way your squad knows you're the leader. The participants are grouped into units of 10 people under a squad leader. So take a minute to go explain that to your squads. The squad leader is responsible for everything that happens in the group. If he moves, the whole group moves. And after every activity, there is an actual physical count to account for everyone. Koja Felix, who already went through a similar training two years ago, seems ready for the challenge. 
it soon emerges that there is a communication barrier and translators from three different languages are chosen to translate what the trainers are saying. This further slows down the whole process. After the physical fitness, the participants are taught how to enter the sea during a rescue mission. The crab-like walk seems comical, but it is the one technique which helps to protect the lifeguards from injuries to the foot. From the land of adventure and diversity come tales of survival, success and ingenuity. These are the stories of extraordinary Africans, only on Faces of Africa. As day one winds to a close, the Felix Foundation crew is still among the elite team of participants who want to create an impact by saving people from drowning. I wish in my time before I passed that even if I'm not able, or if not collectively, if we are not able to eradicate drowning, we should reduce it to a minimum. With the capacity we're building in the community, like what is happening today, that is the way we build the capacity. We get everybody to get involved. And I believe that when everybody gets involved, we will reduce it to the barest minimum. And then, if I'm alive to see drowning Africa eradicated, I will die in peace. On day two, the training will shift to surf rescue and basic first aid. So you want to have your buoy prepared. It also looks nice to the public. It's nice and organized for you. It moves easily through the air. This does not be waving around, tripping you, falling on the ground, looking like you're made of a cartoon. Two lines. I'm watching, looking for rip currents, and now I see Prince waving. So I deploy my buoy in the water, dive through, be on one shoulder, swimming, my head is up. As I get close, I can start saying things to him. It's okay, I'm here, put your hands up. Now I slide my buoy up to me, and arm's distance, I hand it to him. I have safety now, if he is crazy or stressed, sometimes come to me, crawl up this. I can push this away, I know he has it. He's not going to let go. Pull the person in, take very quick control, before they can think of grabbing you. Push up, kick with your feet very hard, now you can talk with them nicely. Sometimes if the wave is there, you cannot talk so much. You have to put your arms in here, hold on very tight. But if you have time, I have you, it's okay. Rescuing a person from beyond the surf is not as easy as it seems. The team has to learn how to run across the surf, dive under the water, and secure the victim. 
before they can actually swim with him to the shore. You've got a, a group of people here who are dedicated and are looking to do something good to improve their country and their homeland to make their beaches a little bit more safe and save some lives. And it takes that kind of dedication because this is a hard job. You can be wet and tired and sandy and still have to go and help people out. I'm hoping that after this training, everybody involved in this training will go to their various community extend what they have learned. That will be a very great benefit for everyone to know what to do when they are around water body. That is my hope. You are not a lifeguard unless you have also your CPR and your first aid certification. So today is just a review. For the first aid training, they are taught basic CPR. As Paul explains, the CPR administered to a drowning victim is different from the normal CPR. One breath every five, every... But we try to introduce some important differences for lifeguards for the CPR because when you pull somebody from the ocean, more than likely they are not breathing because they have drowned. And so for lifeguard, very different from regular CPR class is to give five breaths first. So the technique would be to maintain, this is only to demonstrate, a good seal, head tilt, chin lift, and then the ventilations like this. One breath every five seconds. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. Next, the participants are taught how to stop a bleeding and securing a broken bone. Take gauze right in there. And I'm not just like hold, I mean really hold down. They're gonna be in pain, that's gonna hurt. But what's more important, them being in pain or them dying from losing blood? So your body has about, depending on how fit they are, they should be watching you, they should be aware. Felix Foundation, Felix Fitness is a very young organization. We are not rich. But you know, with the little we have and with the desire we wish to accomplish, you know, those goals of getting people to understand that when we come together, we'll be able to make a big difference. The participants get a first-hand, first-aid lesson for one of their own, who has had a muscle sprain on his right hand and shoulder. The training has to be halted for a few moments, so as to take care of the accident victim. The muscles will relax and then it'll go in. Maybe, hopefully, in maybe 10 more minutes. But you have to be breathing and relaxing for it to, to happen. So, so far the training has been excellent. Today is our last day of training and later in the afternoon is the big test, the big rescue where we will be the victims, the instructors will be the victims. danger zone for students to get kind of complacent and relaxed. So please stay focused for the remainder part of the, the training because we still have several more hours. On the final day of training, 
the participants have to go through a written and physical exam so that they are graded. So now you have to run, and if you walk, I will not hesitate. If you walk out through that sit zone, I'll throw you on the spot. Sounds good? Go. Back up, prepare your mind, stretch out, get ready. The physical exam is their most intense challenge yet. They have to conduct a rescue in the high tide, bring them ashore and explain what kind of first aid they would administer. Under the watchful eye of Jonathan, all the participants are timed. Since only four participants can take the physical exam at a time, the rest of the group is urged to cheer them on as motivation. During the 2016 edition, Ba was only awarded a certificate of participation. You know, I have to go and try my best, you know. Wow. <laughs> I can just give But this time, he hopes to get the full lifeguard certification and is hard at work for it. Participants have taken the test, they are assembled for one last meeting. And for those of you who may have had a first experience here with this rescue swimming. I'm very impressed because I see a lot of folks who are very, very close to achieving their lifeguard certificate and I can tell that they put in a lot of time and hard effort in between this class and the last class to come out here and really kick some butt. of the training is to know who actually passed the test and attained the overall prize of Certified International Lifeguard. NAPMO, National Disaster Management Organization, be linking up with Felix Foundation to bring ASLA to Ghana and to have this program. If you don't go for training, in 2016, only eight people were certified as international lifeguards out of about 120 people who participated. But this year, the number has increased exponentially. The, the training from Isla, we, the participants, and then me from Felix Foundation, I thought it was good. Starting from the beginning, I'm part of the planning committee. We started with distribution of letters. It wasn't that okay. We struggled a bit getting sponsors and all that. 
but at the end of the day, we were able to get ISLA team to come to Ghana, even though we have acquired the skills, but there's more to learn. And we hope that next two years, we'll be able to beat more of the waves than we expected. This is my second time attending this program. And at the first time, that was 2016, I only got the certificate of uh, participation. And I'm so happy today I was able to make it to the top. I am a professional lifeguard and I thank God for making it possible for me to be in this very great event. It's been wonderful. Never thought it would come out this great after all the challenges we faced. Funding were very hard to come by. But the little resources we put together and then determination and interest of those that came made it so wonderful. I cannot thank them enough, especially people from Isla. They've done very well. I'm looking forward to see what happens in the future. You know, I'm going to leave pretty soon. I was only here for a little over a week. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing their Facebook posts and the social media over the next couple of years to see what they're doing on the holidays when all the crowds are out and uh, how they're training together and how they're working as a team and, and that they're building their skills as, as watermen and ocean. Through this outreach training that Felix is doing through the foundation, he hopes to make sure that everyone in Ghana will be kept safe around water bodies. We believe that if people understand the 10 water safety messages, that would be a very pre preventive measure to keep them from drowning. We also believe that prevention is better than care. Africa is my continent. I do not see myself as just a Nigeria. I see myself as an African. You know, I love, I love this continent. Come break, come shine, this is my continent. Good or bad, this is my continent. Like I said, if I see my continent benefit from what I think they have, I will, I will, I will be rest assured that I will die in peace.